Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Could Be Wrong with your host, Christopher Harris, with co-host. Anderson. Renee. And Mike. Hey, everybody. I want to start off with um, emails. That was one of the major things we've been getting most complaints about um, is where's the emails. And the second thing I will refer to towards the end of the show that we're getting banged on. Okay. First email comes from Make Sam Newcomb Cry Again. I don't know if that's a real oh, name or wow. not. Okay. Make them come and what? <laughs> His name is Make <laughs> Sam. <laughs> cry again? His name is, is Make. <laughs> I think so, dude. I don't know anyone is. It's his uh, Make Sam Newcomb Cry Again. Okay. Oh, Newsome, Newsome. Okay. Newsome, yeah. Oh. Make them okay. Make them Newsome proud. No, Maybe. cry again. I don't know. Cry. That's what he wrote. Oh, who cares? Let okay. read it. Yeah, yeah. He says, the only time Democrats tell the truth is when they're bashing each other. Um, That's what he said. And um, I think that's an interesting point because you know, one of the major things that I've been noticing is President Trump's campaign ads. And I've been watching them like just daily, watching them, you know, trying to find fault in them. But he just uses videotape of, you know, candidate Biden, Vice President Biden, and it really makes me shake my head. And um, some of the things that he hits on was, and some of the things that Renee hit on too, matter of fact, was some of the racial comments that Vice President Biden said. And that, I know that's something that- Way, way back, way back in the 70s. In 1973, yeah. yeah. And then some of the things he said in the 90s. And then how he supported uh, President then Clinton's uh, work for welfare, which was very harsh on the African-American community. But, you know, as everyone knows, you just cannot not do anything and just get free money. Nothing's for free. And one of the things that Biden was hit on during the primaries was the fact that he, you know, his feelings about busing. And how he feels about what busing when they were busing students in the seventies. Oh, busing. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So every like all of a sudden, you know, they attack each other on very interesting point of views. The, tem the Democrats do, and then when well, that, that and also also uh, Biden has been responsible for a lot of laws that have incarcerated uh, Black Americans. And then, okay, but. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it made me think about that when I read that it statement. It's been really bad to the black community, in other words. How all do we all policy. feel about that? Uh, let me see. How do we feel about that? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it, Chris? Easy. So you're 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 a big Obama guy, and oh yeah, you knows? know, of course, Obama's vice president was Biden. Yeah, no, I, I was I was a humongous Obama fan. For me, well, what, sorry, Mike. No, I was just going to say, are we going to answer the question? Or are we going to talk about Biden? No, well, well, he's answering he, the question. You know, so he uh, the the guy's statement was the only time Democrats tell the truth is when they're trashing each other. I mean, that's right. his email. He wants us to talk about it. I know two two to three weeks ago, Renee made a humongous point about that, and you know, um, make me some cry. Uh, really pointed that out and you know uh, I mean I know where I'm voting 
But at the same time, I got to think about these subjects, too, because I'm going to read a couple of more emails that run parallel well, to that. Go ahead. Okay, let me let me say something before you, you skip on to another one. I, I'm not. Yeah, um, go ahead. One thing, one thing that really um, caught my attention those days, I was watching a video, and there was this guy on the street. And um, one of the things that uh, Donald Trump gets bashed about by, uh, by liberals is his stance on immigration. Well, this guy was randomly approaching people and telling them, how do you feel about these quotes from the president? So a lot of the quotes were, um, you know, don't come to this country. If you come to this country, you're going to be sent back. You know, a lot of the, like negative things about immigrants. And people were saying, you know, they, they started bashing on Trump. And all the quotes that he was saying were all actually from Obama. Okay. It was yeah, straight, Obama straight was from very, Obama. Obama was very hard on immigration, yes. He was very yes. hard on immigration. And as yes. a matter of fact, more people were deported under Obama than under Trump. Which would beg the question, why are so many Trumpers against Obama? Well, it's definitely not because of immigration. Okay. Okay. But because, but I'm, yeah. I'm just saying a lot of people yeah. bash Trump because of his stance on immigration. But Obama was way more harsher than Trump was on immigration. Right. Agreed. So yeah, uh, I agree. you know, Trump Trump may talk, but uh, Obama did. No, 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 no. That's not fair because Trump Trump has literally used uh, the COVID uh, the coronavirus to almost completely stop immigration. So, so, um, you know, I think Trump has continued. Well, that's in unfair the same because vein. I think every country has done well, that. So, well, I mean, you can't just say the U S is doing that. But uh, we live in the U S we don't care about everybody else. Uh, uh, the, yeah. uh, no, no, but you're trying to say that it's only happening here. I think every country is very cautious about who's entering and leaving the country right now. Okay. Well, of course. Yeah. Right. So right. that's immigrating. So from, I hear you country, say so. that, but at the same time, uh, President Trump ha is now forcing, you know, higher education institutions to say, you know, to pretty much, you know, force them to keep to have students come in on their campus, especially as Trump has used ICE, right, the immigration department, and stating if you don't have your campuses open, those international students have to leave the country. They cannot. They have to be. They have to be in. Hold on a second, Renee. Let's just clarify. They have to be in classes. In other words, if everything is going to be offered online only, then there would be no reason for them to come into the country. That was the new declaration. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Right. I. I don't. I, because you can do online from any anywhere, but they've it already have to be here in the U.S. They've they've already made their preparation, spent their money, and also know that these international students bring in. I believe the actual number was over forty four, was it billion dollars into the country from everything that they you know, econ you know putting into the economy from everything they spend rent. And everything they do. So he wants to just close all that up. Wouldn't that ruin the economy more? Because a lot of, you know, a lot of these international students are like everyone else, right? And the fact that they're scared to be around people. They don't want to get sick. 
California today hit a new record high. Well, I could say that people aren't out there spending a lot of money right now. So, you know, uh, I doubt these students are bringing so much money just right now during the coronavirus uh, time. Well, they are because they need a place to stay, so they have to pay rent somewhere. And they need to eat, you know, so they're buying groceries. They have to eat. And I'm sure that they get bored, so they're either buying some type of social media it be renting a well, movie if, if online. You're talking about the students. Are you talking about students? I'm talking about students. Yeah, I students still need places. Finally, finally, mm-hmm. it's 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 equally immigration is being they're being treated equally across the board. Not just the the uh, immigrants that come here to work on the field are being treated like shit. Now all immigrants should be treated the same, right? So. I, I I have not thought of it that way, so I, I'm not. I must. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not. I don't. I have no bit. sympathy for them. Okay, if that's what you're talking about. Let me swing back around to Newsome cries. Um, what do I feel about that? Well, you know what? When when people are are campaigning, everyone's throwing mud, and I think it goes both ways. I think when you when a group of people want the same job, they'll do whatever it takes to get that one job and if that person already gets it and they have to support that person to go against a different candidate of course they fall in line so that's that that was my opinion back to um newsome cries again anyone else want to say anything about that yeah i do i want to chime in on that okay i want to look at the initial comment the only time democrats tell the truth is when they're bashing other democrats yeah that's exactly what i said it's the same it's the same old story. Uh, one party's always bad and wrong, boo, caca, ugly, nasty, and the other party, oh my gosh, we somehow are not doing all of that. Why can't we accept and come to the middle on that and say there's just as many dumb shit Republicans that do the same thing as dumb shit Democrats do? Why can't we come to the fact that they are just as bad as we are? But And as long as we continue to point the finger and say, no, 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 no. Let me give you 427 examples of why they are way worse than we are. Nobody's ever going to accept the fact that, you know what? Yeah, that's true. Maybe the Republicans are as bad as we are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe we are as bad as they are. I End of rant. Equally, I think they're equally as bad. Well, then, then, then this guy is, you know, he's, he's coming from one position and is unwilling to accept the fact that, you know what? We're not so good either. We do just as many dumb shit things as they do. I, I'm yeah, I think believe- I think we're I think the point he's trying to make is that right now you have a president who's a Republican and uh, the Senate is uh, Republican run and uh, a lot of they're being criticized for a lot of things that they're doing. Sure. But when the Democrats were in power, they were just as equally bad, right? Sure, absolutely. Yep. Just so as many- I think I think right now he's just focusing on the negativity towards yeah. the Republicans, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, by the Democrats, but you know, when Democrats are in power, they're they're equally as bad. You know, yeah, they're gonna they're, look look at the crap that Obama's got and still get it. And yeah. I'm starting to believe you guys. I really am starting to believe that 
this is a planned, this is planned. I'm, I'm really starting to get the notion that the Democrats and the Republicans like this, this fight, this, this, this me against you, this finger pointing, because what it does, it, it allows them to campaign and to beg for money. Hey, listen, man, because I've gotten a ton of them. Hey, we got to stop Trump. We got to stop Trump. We don't want this to happen. We don't want this to happen. We need money. Come on. We need money. Send us money. Send us money. Yeah. Send us money. Come on. Come on. And so they got us all fired up against each other. We're going to continue to send money in. And is anything going to change? I don't know. Well, you know, uh, what's funny is that I was listening to a radio program today. And the radio host says, host said that the people that are uh, raising money for these campaigns, uh, for Trump right now in particular, uh, they get paid, they actually get paid for every dollar raised, they get a percentage of that. Oh, wow. And it's funny, yeah, and, and it's funny because those same people that are raising money for Trump ra- were uh, at one point raised money for Democratic. Yeah. <laughs> that opponents. makes sense. Huh? And it's yeah. all about the money. They don't care about yeah. the politics. To them, yeah. it's all about the money. Yeah, they don't care who wins, as long as it's about yeah. the money. No, yeah. it, it, you know, so so for I think it's something like for every dollar raised, they get a quarter, something like that. So imagine they, now now make that into something big, like millions of dollars raised or billions of dollars raised. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I really want to interrupt here because um one of the emails that I didn't choose to pick was an email that stated exactly what Renee just said. So it kind of threw me off. Uh, <laughs> hearing hearing him say that because. You know, if if Renee's saying this, if this stranger's saying this, if a radio guy's saying this, and if we're all agreeing with it, how are we letting this happen to us still? Yeah. Well, yeah. What yeah. What do we do as yeah. citizens? What is the solution? No, unfortunately, yeah. we're all sheep, dude. You know, it's all about the people in power and the people raising money, and unfortunately, we can't. There's not much we can do. Well, I'm going to go back to my independent third party. I know it's my, yeah. it's my, what is it, Chris? You called it my fantasy dream or whatever, my fantasy world. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Kanye West? Oh, I, no. yeah. I'm going to bring that up soon. I am no, absolutely going to bring that up soon. That's something that, uh, that I believe Kanye is, uh, he's been talking bad about Trump, saying he's, he's given up on Trump and he's running for president. You know what? Let me. I believe this is a, uh, hold on. I believe this is a plan bigger than that. I believe they're they're purposeless. Uh, they're pur- he's purposely running to take by a votes away from Biden, and that Trump's going to win because you know, a lot of young blacks and uh, young young teenagers and, and you know all races, uh, they jock Kanye and would go out and vote for him, and that would be taking the votes away from Trump. I mean, from uh, Biden. And for those who don't know uh, what jock means, like just in case, yeah. I know so, my dad's list, so he don't know what Jock is. I think there's an uh, yeah, uh, nor would I. You're right. <laughs> there's an uh, agenda out there to uh, take votes from Biden, and uh, this is the perfect way to do it. You know, that's so funny that that you say that, Renee, because I was going to run along those lines, but I but uh, I took offense to the fact that I've been hearing, oh, with Kanye running now, you know, there goes the black vote. And I got well, very, I yeah. hold on, I it, got very it, it, offended okay, yeah. by that. You not by you saying that, by but by someone I heard saying that because I was like, how stupid and gullible do you think black people are just because why this guy's a yeah. rapper that we're gonna vote no, for I him? Think, 
I think young people in particular, college age, 18-year-old to 21. Uh, because I personally, online, this guy went in and, and said he was going to run for president. And the comments on there were all from young people, uh, 18 to 21. And they're how excited they are to vote for him. Because he's Kanye. You know, because he makes I mean, it. So, <laughs> but, but let me, no. but let me tell you. Solid platform. Let me tell you, Re, Re, um, Renee is hitting the vein of the people. Listen yeah, to this. Yeah, this right is on. from. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is from Mr. Doc. The left is splitting into two groups, eight, 18 to thirty-five, and so uh, he says eighteen to thirty-five are communist, and. 35 and up are older hippie liberals. That's true. That is very true, though. No. Pretty much. Pretty much. If you look at the people that supported Bernie Sanders and his, his communist agenda, socialist agenda. They were young. They, they were, were young. They were all young. They're all young, yes. young college yes. uh, grade people. Yes. And they don't understand. They don't understand the history behind socialism and how it destroyed every country that it's touched. They think that money just grows on trees and is going to be able to support everybody. This doesn't work like that in reality. Right. So that is very true. Uh, now, as far, as far as the older crowd, it's true. A lot of old hippies uh, are, <laughs> are, are left, leftist liberals. They are. Were you That's ever an old hippie, Mike? No, oh, Mike. I, I, <laughs> that's saying, what yeah. I think of when I when I hear Mike. I think he's like an older hippie. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I, I can, can hear the offense in his voice. Do you? Do you really? No. 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 Not at all. Really. You remind me like a, of of a surf. Like you know, back in the day, maybe you were a surfer. You know, hitting California waves. Mike is like, I can't even swim. <laughs> I'm afraid of the ocean, man. I saw John. I'm afraid of the ocean. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, next, so next, uh, next, next email is you know. <clears throat> that, but let me go back, Chris. If yeah. I may respond to that, that's really insightful. I got to say, no, really, it's, I think that's pretty right on with okay. that with that comment because the Democratic Party definitely is split, and that's. What surprised me was how quickly, um, uh, yeah, I'll tell you how old hippie I am. Who's the, <laughs> who's the socialist? Uh, Bernie Sanders? Who uh, was running for president? Bernie Sanders. No, Bernie, Sanders. Bernie yeah. yeah. I was surprised at how quickly he faded this time because, um, and, and the young people did not come out and support him, Renee. I hope you realize that. Yeah, I did realize he, that. He didn't even get the young vote, so he faded really quickly, and it kind of just settled on Biden as, as like, oh, well, he's the only moderate to speak of that's kind of left standing, which is a bummer, but uh, that was that was a, a eye-opening to me. That that, well, that, here's, that, here's the thing, Mike. I think that, um, oh, you know, the people in power and in power is who decides who gets nominated and all that the money but yeah uh they quickly drowned out the whole bernie thing the support all that stuff wasn't really uh displayed or uh the media didn't really follow that because 
like I said, the people in power quickly moved in on Biden, and that's all you heard on TV, Biden, 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 Biden. Yeah, but that was not till later. That was not till a little bit later. That's true. I mean, it had been going on for a while, and then all of a sudden, things just kind of gravitated toward Biden. I was kind of surprised at that. I thought, whoa, what what has actually happened to for that to have occurred? And it just everybody well, just think, kind of fell fell along the I, wayside. I think people had time to respond and build up a momentum against Bernie, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, the whole negativity on socialist socialism, on socialism yeah. uh, all over the news. All over yeah. Fox News, NBC, even CNN. Yeah, no, Somewhat, I agree. Uh, negative towards socialism, and I think people started to realize what it meant to be a socialist and what it meant to have that agenda. Yeah. So I think uh, there was time to build up a momentum against it this time, where uh, the last time he really had a momentum and people were kind of blindsided and excited about what he was saying, but not realizing where the money was going to come from or how right. it was going to be met. Hey, Renee, quick question. Who would you have, uh, who did you like? I know you're not a Democrat, or I don't know if you're independent or not. Who would you have uh, wanted to run against Trump if you were on the other side? Well, I, I really like that military girl. I, I oh, uh, the one from Hawaii. Hawaii. No, I think he means the one from Hawaii. No, the, the one oh, from Hawaii. Uh, I know exactly what you talked about. Yeah, I really liked her. I heard her on a couple of shows. I really heard her in an in-depth interview on Joe Rogan, and she had a, a lot of good things to say. She was not very far to the left. She, yeah, was, she was sort of in, in the middle, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that she did not agree with the Democrats, but I think that's what hurt her. She wasn't, uh, she wasn't following, uh, you know, she wasn't in line with them. So that hurt her. She and she she vocally expressed that a lot of things that she didn't like about that the Democrats, but she was more Democratic than Republican. Yeah. Gabbert, had, that's her last thing. Gabbert, yeah, she had. Yeah, a there you go. Background. Right. Uh, she said a lot of uh, really good things about what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, she wasn't a Muslim hater. Uh, she actually had some uh, very interesting things to say about what's going on in the Middle East that really interested me. And um, and a lot of things about uh, that were against U.S. policies in the Middle East uh, that I agree with her about. So I, I really liked her. I, if she would have been nominated, I definitely would have voted for her. Nice question, Anderson. Thanks. You got you got Renee. Uh, you got really? Renee, you got Renee. <laughs> yeah. You got Renee sounding reasonable. That's, I, mean, I love it. I love it. <laughs> my job's to make Renee look reasonable. Oh, oh my God. Hey, hey, you know Renee's gonna fall off the uh, the track pretty soon. <laughs> He's gonna say something. We're gonna be like, what? <laughs> no, that was a good question. I like that. What's the next email, uh, Chris? Hey guys, great show. Hey Renee. I think Joe, that's what he says. (laughs) Hey, Renee, I think Joe is legitimately suffering from onset dementia or possibly drugs, but I think it's the former. Uh, Hold on. Give me a second, guys. Give me a second. Uh Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay. Speaking of dementia. There we go. And I'm in. Um, So, uh, 
technical difficulties, but we fix it. Um, great show, guys. Hey, Renee, I think Joe is legitimately suffering from onset dementia or possibly drugs, but I think it's the former. Saddens me that people are making fun of that possibility. And it also saddens me that the Democrats are having him run at all. I think it's cruel and that he needs a caretaker and a medical attendant and to live out his <laughs> autumn years with his family or something. This is from Big Will. There, there's, there's definitely something going on with Biden. You need to fix your, uh, your, uh, your, your phone, Renee, because yeah. you sound really far away. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, so I think there's definitely something wrong with Biden. I, I can't really put my finger on it. Um, I, I, I don't want to say people. A lot of people say it's a stuttering. I don't think that's what it is. I think something uh, cognitively is wrong with him. Um, I don't know. Something, something's wrong with him, and I think it's going to come out more and more during the. The um, the, you know, debate. the, the debate. debate. Yep. Yes, exactly. The debate. I think it's going to yeah. come out. Yeah, he's got three debates. He's not going to be able to hide it. If he's if he's got dementia, if he's got serious uh, issues, he's not going to be able to hide it. It'll become very obvious. Yeah, and and on the other side, I think Trump. Trump also has problems, and uh, you know, visible problems. You know, with him not being able to hold the cup correctly. Him having to use two hands to drink water, him not be able to come down, uh, you know, a, a not very steep uh, platform. Step, you know. Steps, yeah. You know what? So I think that you have two very old guys going against each other that both have problems. You know what? I, I, I I'm not a Trump supporter, but um, I think it's Trump's nerves. I think it's his nerves. I think uh, even though he does his best to hide it well, I think. I think the uh, our current president, I think the stress might be getting to him because you know, in in the past, how could it not? He could just, oh, you know what? F it. I'm just gonna let it go. F it. I'm walk away from it. And this is the one situation he can't. And um, I went and I pre-ordered his niece's book, uh, you know, and I'm super, super excited to read it because. Uh, some of the ex, you know, expert uh, experts. So some of the sections of that book mentioned just how you know this dude has a, a like similar to a Napoleon you know complex where he feels like he has to always prove himself, and the presidency might be something that's in over his head, and that's why he gets so upset at you know a lot of conservatives and a lot of Republicans when they just you know they just look the other way. Sometimes you got to stick up for what's right. And I think keeping this gentleman, you know, in power is is not good for our country. I'm going to go on to the next yeah. email. Um, this is my favorite email out of out of the bunch. Uh, this is something that I've been wanting to get into. And hopefully as we progress through shows, we'll actually have a whole uh, episode committed to this. This is from uh, George Williams. He states... I think that around September, if <clears throat> I think around around September, Joe is going to have a stroke or something other medical emergency. And the Democrats will say that he's un he's unable to continue and name Hillary or another Sornos puppet as his replacement. <laughs> I've been waiting for the uh, for the um, 
for the uh, I, I don't even know how to call them for the conspiracy yeah. theorists to to come out. Hold on, just saying the conspiracy theory because I've heard you guys say yourself that you're when you vote for Biden, you're really going to vote for the vice president because I think that's that's what the plan is. I think you're going to bring Joe in, and he's going to you know he's going to kind of be on the background, and they're going to have the vice president, whoever that they choose to kind of step in and yeah, take over. Will so that person saying this conspiracy theory is that's crazy because I've heard you say it. But do you really think that person is going to be a Soros puppet? Uh, huh? What? What did you say? Chris? Chris, you really you're way be- low. Do you really believe that that it's going to be a Soros puppet? Soros. Soros. Yeah, well, we all know Soros is where the money's coming from. To you know, Soros. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. You know, all the money it all goes back to Soros. And why are they asking us for money so much? So he does have a huge, yeah, huge, huge say on who becomes president and who doesn't. Because most of the money that comes to the Democratic Party comes from Soros. George Soros. So you can't say it's, it's some kind of conspiracy because it's a fact. Soros Would you have said the a, same thing about the Republicans the when both Koch brothers were alive? The Koch brothers? Who were yeah. they? They were... Um, they were very large donators to the major, Republican Party. Yeah, major, major to donors to the Republican Republicans. Party. Oh, well, that's probably true. Mm. I'm sure that that happens. It's where wherever the money's coming from, that's who controls. Okay, let me let me respond to the question again. The direct question was, do you do you perceive that? Biden's going to have a stroke or some medical issue and that the party's going to be able to appoint someone. And I don't think they will be able to appoint someone. I think they have to follow the rules. Yeah. And then it would be the vice president, right? Right. Right. Uh, He hasn't chosen a vice president yet because they haven't had their convention. So technically he really isn't, he isn't the candidate yet technically. So, once they go through the process of the convention, he will become the candidate and then he will select a vice president. And then I, I would assume by law, not by choice, they will have to go with the vice president if something happens to him. That I, I, but I don't know the law for sure, but that's what I would assume. Yeah, I agree with Mike. Yeah. How likely is it that they could bring in Michelle Obama as vice president. How likely is that? It's not very likely because, like Mike said, they have to follow rules. Unless well, Michelle no, Obama no. is a candidate for for vice president. Yeah. Well, well, but, but unless she's selected, unless she's selected yeah, unless as the vice selected, president yeah. candidate. Yeah. Yep. You don't think people would I mean, like Michelle her? Obama didn't even want Obama to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll make sure she wants to be vice president. Because but you never know, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, I know Chris is probably over for it. Better way yeah, to get Obama back in there, right? Oh, well, yeah, well, I don't know if he'll be. Yeah, come on. Well, dude. he's gonna be the first man. Yeah, that's true, but I don't think he's gonna be running policy. Yeah, no, but he's gonna be in. You know, he'll be the one in the background. Yeah, he'll just you well, know, Renee, he'll be the first. Renee, why is why is why is it so scary that Obama? would be 
involved? I mean, what what does he rep? What fear or major concern does he represent to you that would harm our country or or send us and off I, in I the just, wrong direction? I just don't want to go back to uh, overregulated, everything being overregulated, and you know, just just a bad just bad altogether for the country. I think that's okay, overregulated is a good point. Okay, that's yeah. That's I, a, that's I think a, that the positive things that Trump has done by cutting regulations and allowing the economy yeah. to grow and allowing business to come back into the country and, and the environment to be totaled and ruined. Okay, why why should we be the only country? That gives a shit about that. When all these other countries, no matter how much we don't do it, they're gonna pollute the air regardless. There's a lot of always gotta be always have to be the perfect country when you got every other country that don't follow any regulations. But there's more countries. That's not true. That's just not true, Ray. Well, China alone. Well, China and India alone account for yeah. almost sixty percent of the pollution in the world, and yeah. those are the two countries that don't don't have no regulations. Right, and they're the countries that right now technically China is way more richer than U.S. And, and as a matter of fact, China owns most of the U.S. We all, we have so much debt to China; it's ridiculous. I mean, forty percent is a pretty uh, pretty uh, large number too. So. I mean, it's ridiculous how much uh, China owns and how much we owe China. I mean, it, uh, there's been talk about China being the next U.S. within the next 20 years. They're going to be the superpower of the world. Yeah, that's what they said 20 years ago about China. Well, we weren't in, they weren't this much in debt with China 20 years ago like we are now. Yeah, so we the are possibility is very realistic. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Well, that's the problem. The fear of, of the that's, that's the problem. You guys don't worry about those things. Well, I don't live in fear, so, and I don't think. Well, the yeah, US you do. Yeah, you live in fear. You absolutely live in fear. You're scared of cops. You think because <laughs> a couple of you think because yeah, a couple ahead. of cops do some bad things, all cops are going to come out and get you. No, who said that? I never said no. that. I put words in my mouth. No, <laughs> you, li- you live in fear. You said. You said, I said that I you're scared. I said just, I was scared. Just, no, well, a couple of weeks ago you said you're afraid of, of police, right? I just said never, I would be of afraid of the police. I said I've been pulled over for uh-huh. no reason at all. Right? Okay. And being pulled over for no reason, what what does that equal to? The dude pulled me over for no reason. Should I? Who said I was I think, scared? Okay. Did I just said, hey, this guy have pulled, a quota? Police pulled me over for no reason. You want to know why? They're trying to meet quotas at the end of the month. It happens to and, everybody. And, and you think that's fair? No, it's not fair. Exactly but that's my point. It is. <laughs> but but I'm saying it happens to everybody. It's not just happening to you. Uh, it doesn't happen to everybody. So It happens to everybody. I've been pulled right. over a lot of times, and the police really had no reason to pull me over. Stupid reasons because they're trying to meet a quota. How many times have you been pulled over, Mike? Chris, for no reason. None. Chris? Several. Several times. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, go ahead. Next one. Next one. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 
Sorry. So why do you feel like you're so far away, Chris? Oh, uh, because I, I am. I, I, I'm, I am. You're whispering or something. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to, you know, talk oh, sweet. Or something. So here we go. Um, he says, uh, same guy, same guy. Uh, he states, or they will steal the election with hundreds and thousands of dead or dub or double. I don't know what he means. Dead or double. Now that's a conspiracy. There's no proof of that whatsoever. Yeah. So look crazy. Do you want me to stop or continue? I mean, I'm, 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 no, I'm, a, okay. I'm a conservative, but I don't even believe that. Thousands of dead or double or illegal alien votes. Then once he is sworn in, okay, he will kill himself by shooting himself in the head. Three times, oh my God. is what he says. Oh, and the vice president, who will be the real DNC choice, will take over. <laughs> well, well, hold on. We need a screener, dude. <laughs> yeah. We're letting the cuckoos in here now. No, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he was shooting something. How about, how about kind of conspiracy uh, as soon as Biden becomes president, uh-huh. he calls down the UFOs. <laughs> and then we have an alien invasion, uh-huh. and it turns out that the aliens are all democratic. There we mm-hmm. go. It sounds just as realistic as, as his <laughs> that, email. That sounds more realistic. <laughs> yes, it does. You know why? Because they call that extreme intelligence. That's the intelligence, right? Yes. That's why they're democrats. <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're looking at the earth. You know what? If, I've always felt like if aliens were looking uh-huh. from above. There was a there was a cartoon uh, I forget uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, remember that? That was yeah. kind of a cool cartoon. You guys remember that one? It's a comic strip, uh, right? Okay, I don't. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's the anyway, little boy with the tiger. Never, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He'd always comic talk strip. to his tiger, mm-hmm. and and so they were talking one time, and he goes something like, um, "Well, do you believe in uh, extra? You know, there's there's people out there." And he goes, "Nah, uh, I don't think so." Oh, no, or something about their intelligence. Do you believe in, you know, in uh-huh. extra intelligence? And he goes, no, nah, I don't think so. And he goes, well, why? He goes, because, uh, ah, shit, I'm, I'm screwing it up completely. But basically, the idea is, uh, yeah, I do believe in, in extra intelligence, and that's why they haven't come to visit us. You know, because they're looking at us, and they're looking at our world, and they're going, yeah, who the hell would want to go there? That's so true. Sorry about that. It's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, good goodness. one. Is okay. that it for the emails? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I, I, that okay. eats up a so, lot of time. Go ahead. Can I step in now? Please be my guest. Okay. So, I've been uh, looking at what's going on in the world today. And more and more, I'm starting to believe that there's a move to destroy America. Um, in the 60s, you had the feminist movement. And uh, back then, no, their chant no, was... Later, later, later than that. <laughs> well, in the late what? 60s, there was, there was a feminist movement. And their chant was, hey, hey, ho, ho, Western civilization's got to go. And uh, now you have uh, the LGBTQ community uh, that has infiltrated the Black Lives Movement 
And uh, their chant is bring it all down, man. Bring it all down. You know? I think their agenda is working. What are I they think, trying to bring down? They're trying to bring down America, dude. I honestly think they want to they want to bring down what we we call America. Like you know? what? I mean, I'll just you got to give me an example. Just I mean, the, the, gay rights. The, no, I think I think they're they're trying to bring down our way of living. You know, you have mobs that have gone away with massive demonstrations, blocking roads, highways and parks, uh, shopping areas. And, uh, you know, elite work, uh, working class sections of society have been scorched and burned and looted. Police have been assaulted, taunted, and showered with debris. And the mobs demand more and more. And politicians have met all their demands. And they want more, you know. So what, are they, have, what are their demands? You have, you have cities like New York that have taken billions of dollars from the police force, and most of that money was money used to remove guns from high crime areas. You know, uh, mass civil disobedience has become acceptable, and it has become a, an acceptable form of protest. And you know, they pretty much have immunity. From, from looting and burning. And I think that their agenda is to get rid of law enforcement and try to create some kind of civil war. I really believe that. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? I think it's ridiculous. I think I don't. You, I think, civil war. I think that... I, um, I, look, well, look, you, you have armed militias out there now. You didn't say you nothing know? about that when the, when the white militias are running around. Now you have white militias, you have black militias, you have gangs in neighborhoods that are literally saying they're protecting neighborhoods. I mean, it's, it's becoming chaotic out there. So who's and, the civil and, war going to be? Versus and, and police, police now uh, are pretty much, you know, the, it was sad is that most of the people that need police the most in high crime cities and areas are are the are the people that aren't getting police now because police aren't going into those areas and, and crime is at an all time high. Now, we'll, we'll, let's wait and see on that. Okay, let's no, go. It's happening. It's happening. No, it's happening. Renee, no. yes, it Renee, let's, not, let's not where? in California. Where but in cities like like Atlanta and Georgia, places like Atlanta, Georgia, and New York. Okay. It's it's okay. become bad in those areas. If you so, look into the news, this you can is, see what's going on. This is where I have to seriously sigh with uh with Renee. Renee. This is Go where ahead. I no no this is this is where I I have to I have to sigh with him because the truth is there there is major problems, especially in New York where uh mayor um gosh, I can't pronounce his last name, but Bellagio. Uh, yeah. Bellagio. Yeah. Bellagio went and took, you know, took away, you know, a couple of million dollars. And when he did that, when he defunded the police in, in, in that way, he also, def, you know, defunded the, the police in, in plain clothes. And their number one mission is to make sure they get guns off of the streets by being there, looking at who's who. And over the weekend, we saw an image of a man walking with his six-year-old daughter 
a car pull up beside him, a hand, a, you know, a pistol, and the man's dead and the daughter's running scared. Then we have, we do have higher crimes in New York. There's been higher crimes in Atlanta as well. This is something that disturbs me greatly because the truth is there's obviously something wrong with the police, meaning that the police are in their feelings because they're no longer what I feel being kissed up to and sucked up to. If you want respect, you got to earn respect. And by the police not saying some things, they lost their respect. But we still need the police. We can have, you know, neighborhood militias or neighborhood, uh, what, what was that that group called in, in the 70s and 80s, Mike? The Guardian Angels? Vigilante yeah, groups. Group. We, we yeah. cannot have vigilante groups walking around our neighborhoods with guns because at the end of the day, people are people. And bad stuff happens, and that's what happened with the cops, with the police. Don't, I don't even want to call them. Don't forget that when uh, corruption—I mean, power brings corruption. And Absolute power these, does. These vigilante groups, uh, vigilante groups may have good intentions right now, but as soon as they get that power, you're going to see how it turns around. It happens all the time. It, it happened in Mexico, where they are, they are, these vigilante groups are fighting against the drug cartels. And then as soon as they got the power, then they started abusing their power and turning on citizens. So it happens. So you, you yeah, know, you can't have, that's actually a good point, but you know, you know. can't, you can't have that. So, but I don't see uh, a civil uh, war. Well, there, okay, there is going to be a civil unfortunately, war. Uh, unfortunately, you know, um, hordes of people coming up, you know, to your neighborhood, who are you going to call? You know, because, you know, there's no one to call. the The police has been neutralized, and that thin blue line has been taken down. I mean, me and Chris talked about this. You know, uh, I spoke to someone in law enforcement, and he told me the thin blue line has two meanings. One is the the brotherhood between cops and the loyalty that they have with each other, just like the military and a lot of these. Uh, you know, like in the military, you, you know, you're there for your brother no matter what. And and that's the way police officers were. Unfortunately, a lot of these police officers, that thin blue line kind of messed, you know, messed things up for them because they didn't say nothing when, you know, cops were obviously doing bad things. So that, you know, that thin blue line, right, uh, they, they protected that. But the thin blue line is also the respect that cops expect from the community and that allows them to be able to fight crime in that because they need that respect. And now you see these cops are treated like shit, you know, there's no respect at all for police no more. Yeah. And, but and, and neighborhoods don't want them in their neighborhoods. No hold more. On, so Renee. You're, you're if I'm right. A police officer. If I'm a police officer and you call me to protect you from a neighborhood that doesn't want me, I'm not going to go in there because I fear for my life. Hold on. But let me, let me, let me interject here because yeah, I, 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 I can see what you're saying, but at the same time, you're still a police officer until you turn in your badge and you quit and you give up that pension and all the other things you got. You still have a responsibility. You think as a nurse, I want to go and help people when there's coronavirus this bad? No, I don't, but it's my responsibility. I still got to do it. I took an oath. I'm sure that these, that these police officers have some type of oath as well. 
Okay, yes. No, I, hold I hold agree on. With let, you. Okay, but let me let me just finish my thought. They're gonna go to the neighborhoods where they're welcome, not where they're not welcome. Still, They'll it doesn't still do matter. Job. It doesn't matter. They'll it's still do their it's, job. it's 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 up to them to speak to the to speak to those that don't want them there and say, look, I know there's others that have done wrong, but I'm here to help. Please help me help you. Now, if those people run them out or tell them to get out still, then that's fine. They've done their job. Okay, but they still got to be there and do it. That's your job. If you okay, don't like your job, problem, don't though. work. Don't do it. No, here's, here's the problem with that. Store. Uh-huh. Uh, in um, the certain neighborhoods now, that's got they got militia set up, and they're actually calling on people. Come on, come on, come and get some. You know, now I'm a police officer, and I'm getting called in to protect somebody. In those neighborhoods, believe me, I'm not stepping my foot in there. These guys are walking around with automatic weapons, which are illegal. And, and you know, they're armed. They're heavily armed. As the, a police officer, I'm not stepping foot in that neighborhood. Then it's up to the, to the commissioner or the chief of the police to get with the mayor or the governor or whoever and then go to those communities that have allowed them – this militia to find out their leaders and sit down with their leaders to find out what can we do so we can help you. Where is this happening at, Renee? Where is this happening at? Georgia. It's happening in Georgia. No, no, no. It is happening in Georgia. I actually said It's happening, dude. It's happening in Georgia. Georgia, where else? I Well... As for well, the for, for the militia, that, uh, all I know is militia. No, no, I know for a fact that that gang members in New York and LA have armed themselves and have called they calling themselves. Well, they've always been protectors armed. of the neighborhood. They've always been armed anyway. Regardless, yeah, but yeah. now it's, it's never been accepted like that. Now they're they're being allowed to be armed. Well, because again, there's no police. The the, the government doesn't want to step in. The there gr- is the police. The problem no, no, is the there's no communication. The president is afraid to drop the law on them because he'd be called a dictator. If all of a sudden the president said, you know, they moves in the National Guard or whoever needs to be moved in to disarm these people, he would be called a, a dictator. If I'm not mistaken, the National Guard has been called in, right? I think they called in. They're the not na- disarming. They're just only there to help with COVID and things like that. They're not that. physically going in there to disarm people. These, you know, it, it, believe me, it, it's it. It would be the worst thing Trump can do if he if he put his foot down right now. Well, I and, thought uh, Trump you know, wasn't afraid of nothing and that he's this and that because that's what his speeches were over the weekend. It, it, it's now all of a sudden he's afraid. Up, dude, nobody wants to be called a dictator during election year. He's going to be Once called a dictator regardless. Again, believe me. Once he's president against again, believe me, this is going to go away quick. The country he's might go away, right and that civil war anything. that you're talking about might really happen if he gets reelected exactly. again. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Because yeah, people well, want to arm themselves, and they they want to go against the government right now. What Renee is doing is fa- it's fear mongering. That's exactly no, what you're doing. It's exactly hey, what you're I'm doing. Just, uh, all I'm, I'm like doing is looking at the news. All I'm doing is looking at the news, man, and seeing what's going on in the world right now. See, we don't see it. We live in, you know, we live in Santa Clara County. We live in Monterey County. We don't see what's going on in these ghettos. We don't see what's going on out there, dude. We're we're living it up, dude. I went camping this weekend. Well, you better. uh... 
I saw tons of people out there stuffing their face with hot dogs, <laughs> not worried about a goddamn thing. Yeah, not and worried about come, a militia. They're not worried then, about a civil then, war either. And you come back, and you come back to the real world, and you put on the news, and you see what's going on. You're like, what the hell is going on in America today? I mean, we got COVID at an all-time high. We have militias running around and gang members running around with automatic weapons. And it's like nothing. It's almost acceptable. They've been running. With you know what? crazy. There's that <laughs> saying, right? You know, um, the roosters will come home to roost. Is that is, is that what the saying is? Does anyone know? There, the thing uh, is... Uh, you know, the, the the thing is that we've caused this to happen. We've caused this to, to happen by by pandering to the NRA, by by not making stricter gun laws. This is why militias have pretty powerful weapons and are running around. By you not know, here's the thing though. Who who is the most against uh, against weapons? It's it's the Democrats, right? Yes. Yeah. They are the most against weapons. And yes. guess what? They ain't saying a goddamn thing right now. I don't hear Pelosi. I don't hear Pelosi. Actually, that's not true. I don't anybody that's not true. saying yeah. a goddamn thing about all these guns. So, all well, they care about automatic weapons. That's what they care about. Let's see here. Let me go find well, out who said I, what I about I see plenty of automatic weapons marching down Georgia. Oh, well, yeah, of course, because they're not illegal. So now you in want Georgia, them to be illegal? Automatic weapons aren't illegal in Georgia? I'm pretty sure not because they would have snapped. Do you think they're going to go run around with weapons like that? The white militia groups are running around with those weapons and nothing was said. The right to bear arms. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I don't, I, I don't have anything against them bearing arms. What I have against them is them calling for people to come on, come on, come and get some. That's what I, that's what I'm, I'm afraid of. Uh, Renee, go back. That's the Black Panthers. No, no, no. Is- this is in Georgia. I just, I just saw it. I just Renee, saw Renee, it. See, Renee, my, my, go ahead. Uh, Renee, history, history. I'm talking about history. Oh, okay. That's that's in the back in the '60s and early '70s. That's what the yep. Black Panthers did. That's exactly what they did. Fuck you. Come get it. Yeah, and that's what's happening well, today. Well, and and they didn't get very far. Because they didn't, the, the government didn't overreact, and I think that's what part of what you're seeing is that you don't want to overreact to that, because you're going to create a lot more violence if you overreact. See, that's Some what I'm afraid of, though. That's yeah. what I'm afraid of. Hello? We're, we're in a right here, we're in an it? interesting time. Okay, I I just I wrote down, I'm, I always kind of take notes as we're talking. I wrote down the word evolution. You, do you believe in evolution? I, I'm, not talk, yeah. I'm not talking about monkeys. and, and uh, mm. I'm talking about how things evolve, right? Yep. Society evolves. Right now, we're in an extraordinary period of social evolution. Okay? I'm afraid it's going... In a bad direction. That that's always the response is that it's going to go too far. We talked about this in other programs. It always yeah, goes did. too far. It always goes too far. And I think what we're seeing right now is the overreaction from both sides. And uh, I I have to hand it to some of the governmental agencies that they're not over responding and going in to challenge these black groups and white groups because what that means is a lot of people are going to die. 
it's going to be very violent when they do that. Now, now you understand what we're talking about, um, Anderson, about civil war. Civil war doesn't have to mean a civil war with the whole United. Civil war, civil unrest. It could be a small group of of citizens that arm themselves and uh, cause civil unrest and and the war. Boy, that's different. Well, you didn't say that. That's why (laughs) you said civil war. Well, it could could be a civil war. It could be the government be be, uh, against a civil unrest and civil. you know, people that are uh, being uncivilized. But I think it's it's a it's a common fear right now that well, what worst case scenario? What would happen if, a, uh, you know, the volatile whites rose up against the volatile blacks? Yes. And created yes. this huge division. Wow. That, that is that exactly could, what I was thinking right now. And it's okay. not just the black people that are armed. It's all the white people that know, are armed. Of course. Of it's course. creating. It's going to create. A civil unrest. Dude, there may be all these white supremacists are also armed. Right, right. And, and it but, could create a war within, a, a, you know, a war between in our society. Okay. Yes. But what I have confidence in are intelligent black people who know better, who would, who would, if it got too bad, would say, we need government help to come in and stop this because this is not what we have in mind. We do not want a civil war. We do not want a power struggle. We want to find a way to decrease the racial divide, but we do not want violence. We do not want bloodshed. And you know what, uh, Mike, I've, I've actually heard that. I've heard black community come out and say, hey, they don't represent us. Right. But unfortunately, it's too little. I mean, the the, it, the amount of people doing it is it's not just enough, uh, and it's not as loud and as as loud or as intimidating or as whatever, right? As you know, these militias. Okay. You know? And, and I'm not just saying it because they're black. Because white supremacists do the same thing. Yeah. They intimidate. Yeah. They intimidate and they do all that. That's what I'm afraid of. I think that this is going in the wrong direction. Uh, you know what, Renee? Let's let's. Let's don't overreact. You know, we really have talked about this quite a bit in terms of the, the extremists and the wackos come out first and, and they, they, they want the stage. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. And, you know, the whole defunding of the police department stuff, I think there's enough people, you know, that are realizing that, you know, that, that's just an obscenely stupid idea that we do not need police. There are very, very few people, sensible people, that would, would adhere that. to that belief. Yeah. yeah just, well, you, you saw dumb. what happened in Seattle, right? How well, did that okay. work out for them? Well, that's well, over now. We'll see. We'll they see. went and they broke up chop. <laughs> yeah, it's over. They went oh, and broke did it they? Up. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Is that when yeah. did they do that? Today? Uh, no, they did that Monday. Oh, uh, last week or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, Friday and I think through the weekend. Friday, it took oh, them less that. than uh, an hour. I missed it. But um, but the thing is, what what we're forgetting and where I would disagree with you, Mike, is that there are a lot of youth that are not young teenagers, but people in their mid twenties that have a lot of education, yep. and they are far left to the point Angry. where they they are instigators. 
two weeks ago. Angry. If you were to tell me about this, you know, if Renee was screaming about, oh, there's instigators, or three weeks ago when the, uh, when, uh, you know, when the protesters were like, just like setting things on flame. There, there's, there's protesters, yep. there's people who get money who are breaking windows. You know, I would have blamed the far right, you know, people pretending to be a part of the left. Well, I've had the opportunity to talk to some pretty left extreme groups. And um, they put, not only did they put anger in my heart, but they put fear in my heart because these people want to fight, Mike, but they want yep. me to fight for them. Because when they get attacked, they start crying and start wanting to sue because they're not dummies. And I'm looking at these people and they use their fancy big words and they use their way to tell me how oppressed I am and try to try to motivate me to set the world on fire as they as they sit back and then become what they're fighting against. This savior type where it's not a white savior, but the the intelligent savior or something and i'm pissed because they're the reason why we can no longer talk to our conservative country people country men and women you know and what i mean by country i don't mean by like farm i mean like fellow americans they're the reason why we can't talk to our, our fellow americans on the other side because our fellow americans on the other side are terrified of these people and let me tell you they have every right to be terrified a majority of all of president trump's campaign Ads have been fear-mongering. And you know what? I'll say 70% of all that stuff is true. Because the left are in large numbers. Large numbers. And they're bonkers. Because they want to fight that they want me to fight for them and not them. Good point. Good point. And again, that's that's the far left. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because... No, that's the far left. You know, just like you have the alt right, which are extremists, you have the far left, which are very extreme. That doesn't represent all Democrats or the left. It represents uh, the far, you know, the ones that go too far, <laughs> too far to the left. And you and know, what really I would hear far. you, what I would hear you saying, Chris, is the experience I had listening to that radio program with the. Uh, the lady from the NAACP chapter of Fresno State, mm-hmm. and then what I would have considered a very reasonable preacher from Bakersfield, and he was trying to, you know, be middle, trying to calm things down, and she was basically saying to him, hey, man, you're an idiot. You don't even know your own people. You don't realize there are young people in your community, in your church, that, that don't believe in the crap you're saying, and it's anger. It's rage. It's... it's uh, you know, it's listening to 400 years of history and saying, you know, we got, we've gone shit. We've gone nowhere. And all this time, we've gone nowhere. We're no better than we were from Emancipation Proclamation in 1863. Tell me how far we've gone. And they're pissed. And all they can see is anger and rage. And that's exactly the way it was in the 60s with the demonstrations. And, and there was a group of blacks that were saying, Calm down, calm down, calm down. Anger and rage and burning the friggin' government down is not going to solve the problem. They didn't care. Well, well, and here's, and it caused sorry. a division among them. Mm-hmm. And that's what this guy from Bakersfield was saying. Man, all you're doing is creating division among ourselves. And that's why we failed before. And that's exactly why we will not get anywhere now unless we genuinely get together with an agenda that has 
progress in mind, not burning things down and telling everybody how shitty things are. Now, here, here's, now that you've you hit on that, Mike, let me just say this. I hope this doesn't offend anybody. But uh, I can honestly say that there are instigators out there that have awakened people that never even had an idea that they were oppressed. Like, in other words, there's actually people out there that have never seen any type of racism towards them, never experienced anything like that. And because of all this hate and everything, all these things being put into their head, now, all of a sudden, they feel like they've been oppressed all their lives because of all this stuff that's just being spewed out there. Yeah. You know? I think, And Mike, it's true because I think it's gone too far that way. Like, they're, they're, they're making, they're victimizing people that have never been victims. Well, here's the thing. I think Mike said it best uh, several weeks ago when he said the scab has been ripped off. So those people that might have, you know, had incidences of as being pulled over for no reason or whatnot, they just accepted it and yeah. said, whatever. You know what? Yeah, it is. But because everyone else is saying, look, don't accept that at all and wake up and be woke. Now yeah. it's like, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I've always been stopped. That's what that is. No, no, but here's the thing, though. What if that person was stopped and there was no racial intention in it? And because of everything that's going on, now all of a sudden he goes, yeah, yeah that's exactly I was what I'm stopped saying. because I yeah. was black. That's yeah. why I was stopped. Yeah. Just said what I said. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. You guys oh, okay, agree with okay. That's yeah. what you say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just said yeah. that. <laughs> but, okay, um, no, no. Okay, no. I, I, was, I didn't catch it. Yeah, so, yeah same so, point. No, same point. Same point. Exactly. Yeah. You said it differently. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and like, I don't know. It, it just it sucks that people are... Let's, becoming victims when sometimes they're not. Anderson, what do you feel about this? Because, you know, honestly, I think Mike, myself, and Renee have sort of hit a harmony here. What's your feeling about it? How are you interpreting no, no, you guys, this? You, no, no, you guys are absolutely right. There's some people just going to use it as, you're pulling over because I'm black, even though the motherfucker was driving, speeding, or, you know, driving drunk. Yeah. yeah no, like I a, totally agree with you guys. Yeah. But there's some cases, of course, that it's no, not that way. No, no, you're you're correct, yeah, yeah, and no. we're not disagreeing with that. No, 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 no. Of course. But, but remember, remember what Mike said that it always goes too far. Yes, I think that at this point things have gone too far, and we way need to bring it far. back. We need to bring way it back a little far. bit. Yeah, and kind of take a breath and say, okay, yeah. look, guys, what, what's going on? Yeah, here, dude? There's, yeah. there's yeah. actually people infiltrating what's going on, and and. and it's becoming political. It's becoming. It, it, they're trying to put agendas in here that that didn't start out like this. Yeah, right. there shouldn't be agendas. You know, uh, like uh, you know, you mentioned the NAACP. Yes, the NAACP is very important organization that does a lot of great things for Black people, but they are also very extreme. Well, they certainly are now. I think they they are very extreme, and and as a yeah. matter of fact, I, I've I've heard them labeled as very like an almost extreme extreme group, along with other groups, you know, 
but but it's they're really going to an extreme uh in an extreme direction right now. You know, I read that, but no, but it makes sense. I can see it happening. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, I want to make a, a related point, Renee, to go back to China, believe it or not. Okay. And you're talking about China being a, a world power and all of that. See, what I believe is, that I want, and I also want to go back to social evolution. What China has an experience, China, China has kind of gone through some social evolution, but they have a, uh, a centrist government. This is the way you do things. It's communist, I believe. And, it's very yep. controlled from the top. That's not going to last. That's not going to be that way. China will experience a major social revolution in the next 10 or 20 years. You can't control the genie. The, the Internet, one thing the Internet has done is it, it has allowed the world to see how everybody else lives. And there's going yeah, to but, be a revolution. One, one thing you don't know about China is that the internet is completely controlled by China. I know, I know it. They, they I know control it, what their citizens see. Again, but, but there are there are Chinese that travel. There are yep. Chinese that are smart enough to look at Mike. other sources that can get away from their internet and Mike. look at things, look at the world. Yeah, those and, are the ones that disappear. Um, <laughs> okay, you know what? But, Hold on. Because the first of all... You can only keep that genie in the bottle for so long. No, you're right. Hold, you're right. Hold, but hold on. As soon as that genie comes out of the bottle, they will have a social revolution in China. And that government is going to have a very difficult problem controlling 1.3 billion people who feel like they're just the same issue as, as the African-Americans or everybody else. We've been repressed, we've been told what to do, and we're fucking tired of it, and we're going to do what we want to do. Every country in the world has gone through that, and they will go through it too, and that will be a big deal. I hope I'm alive when it happens. I really well, do. Let me say where I disagree with you, because through history, we saw what happened at Tenement Square. The famous image of the guy in the, in the briefcase standing in front of the, the tank. They tried yep. to go through a change then. That was squashed just this past week. China, they had a similar incident in, in Hong Kong. And you right? said the genie in the bottle with the Internet. TikTok is now out of China. And anyone who posted yeah, on TikTok would go to prison. And well, like Renee forget, said, they'll forget. disappear too. What? Don't forget that that because uh, uh, China is so powerful that they actually kept the u.s along with other countries from even saying the word taiwan did you guys know that i did know that actually. okay do you know that there are people that are hired on the borders of these countries to set up electronic stations to shoot messages into their countries we've been doing this for years and we're doing it right now you you cannot keep that genie in the bottle, guys. They're going to no, try. No, I, I agree. And the government's going to do everything they can. But I guarantee you, I've been to China. If they're allowing people to come into China and they're allowing Chinese to go, when's the last the time world, you went to China? 
a year and a half ago, about two Did years ago. Did you get ago. tested for COVID coming back? <laughs> Seriously, I'm telling you guys. Okay, but he, they're but, not going to be able to contain that. Okay, no, because a foreigner is going to come into their country, and you know, if they, he starts up with any freedom talk, they're going to arrest him. He'll get shot. Exactly. But there will be. Look, the history of humanity. Look at all the repressive regimes. There have been hundreds of repressive regimes throughout the world, and every one of them eventually goes down because you cannot contain the people. They you know will what, demand freedom. You know, you know what's sad is, is that the U.S. has gone into countries to change governments, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like in other words, we bring down all these kind, all these leaders, and we want to put in our our own leaders in there, or people that are right. supposedly, you know, and none of them have worked. <laughs> well, some of them are, some of them are okay. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. It seems like every country that we walk in and want to do change in ends up being a mess. But that goes back to what you said in the very beginning of the show, Renee, when you were saying uh, it's corrupt. And you, so you put this puppet in, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's worse than the guy that was there before. Exactly. Yeah. That's and so true. it takes another Because power brings corruption, yeah. dude. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It all starts off with good intentions. And guess what, man? But Power shows who you really are. Right. Give right. a man power and he'll show you who he is. Right. But, you know, but, that, that's a fact. But what, what is the best example is what our society is. I mean, we, we, we have a measure of freedom, maybe too much freedom in our society. Look at what's going on in our society. Look how much freedom we're allowing. Yeah. You know, that's what you're talking about, Renee. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about these people who are, who are grabbing freedom to the excess and saying, you know, they're going to strap a gun on and say, motherfucker, come get me. That's how free we are in America. Will we survive? I think so. I think we will. I think it's a great experiment we got going on in America. I think we will survive. And it's a message to the rest of the world that, hey, man, if they can do it, why can't we have some why of that here? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and I don't, I, I really do. I, I think China is, I, I've said this for a long time, I think China is really going to experience a huge social revolution. Uh, and and think how many uh, think how many people are going to have to die for that to emerge, but you know they will they will they will do it. There will be people that come forward and say, young people that will say, you know what, I'm we're tired of this. We're tired of you telling us what to think and what to do and what to believe and what to you know because there's just too many people. There's there's 1.4 billion people in China and. Uh, you you cannot keep that genie in the bottle. No way. I, I just, I, everything I've seen in my lifetime, no way will that be contained. I agree. I want to, I want to, I, I want to bring it into a close. Um, there's two things I want to bring up. First one is from Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin speaks to Hobbes and he says, sometimes I think the surest sign that intelligent life exists elsewhere in the universe is that none of them try to contact us. 
that's that one thing you're talking Chris. about. No problem. <laughs> Bailing me out. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Well, that sounds much better when you said it, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> I screwed so, it up pretty big. <laughs> so, so um, I want to read one last email. Uh, okay. Uh, email is from, let me bring out his name. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sir, for not having your name. Email is from Ben Jones. Ben Jones says, hey, guys, here's a piece of, of, of advice. If you want to grow your numbers, come in on time what day and what time will your shows be up uh so our shows will be up um uh for sure they'll be up by thursday at 6 a.m our shows will be up new shows will be up thursday at 6 a.m and you can get them both in google podcast apple podcast and pretty much spotify every other podcast you know, Stitcher, all of them. And please email us at mysakeproductions at gmail.com. Mysakeproductions at gmail.com. <sighs> that was a good show, guys. Um, good show, guys. Good show. Yeah. So thank you very much. All right, guys. Well, it was, uh, it was good arguing with you guys. Peace out. Bye, everyone. Hey, Renee. <laughs> all right, fellas. Hold on. Wait. All right, Renee. Bye. Good Wait, wait, you can hang in with us, Renee. Really? Yeah, I, I needed you guys to float on your own last week. I can't, I can't be saving you guys all the time. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just gonna cut the show off here. Bye, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> let, let Renee disappear again. <laughs> no way. We need you, buddy.